Lorraine Candy. Oh, it's 7-Eleven. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did, okay. This is going to be just like we're starting right now. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. Welcome. Yep, there you go. Uh, 7-Eleven. Did you hear all those things when we were growing up that said, like, if you go to 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven, then you get, like, a free Slurpee? A Did free Slurpee. That? I always thought is that, that was, like, folklore. I don't know. I think it might be true. See, the, this is going to be the thing. It's like, I'm going to believe all the other crazy Phony baloney stuff out there. All the this urban is legends. Where you're like, but this is where I'm like, I'm gonna no, need to see proof. That, nobody's handing out that. Like, I heard that they give you uh, a dozen donuts. Now, maybe it's not even a dozen. It's probably like a donut. I think you get a Krispy Kreme yeah. on your. Mm-hmm. Oh, you knew what I was gonna say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are not urban legends. I think it's true. Okay. Well, yeah. and if it's not, Seven Eleven is missing a great marketing opportunity. We're a little bit early, but what if it were episode 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven? Then I went to 7-Eleven and I told them, hey, it's episode 7-Eleven. And they were like, you could have 711 of these slurpees. <laughs> and I was well, like, I've actually never really had one. <laughs> At least it is uh, 5-Eleven. So that's kind of cool. 7-Eleven oh, comes cool. out of 5-Eleven. Yeah, which is like 5 511 is like the in- info... No, that's four one one. Five one one is what you dial on the phone if you need to know if there are any underlying power lines or something like that. I think that so. That sounds th- like a folklore. Like, uh, yeah, like di- like dial five one one on your phone. I bet, I bet. I'm gonna look it up right now. Call it right now and see if there's any phone lines down. What if I should I call it right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna because it's it. not real. There's no Susie. one is answering that call. Yes, five one one speaker. Let's hear. Welcome to the Colorado 511 Traveler Information System. Your phone the Colorado Traveler Information System. There you go. And I bet there's somebody else who's know. like, no, 311 is where. Yeah, the, oh, I don't even know like, who's so, right, me or you. <laughs> 411 like, is for like information. 511 yeah. is for like, I guess, traveler information. In California, <laughs> I swear it was like, before you dig, dial this number and like find out if there are any like underground power lines or oh, something like that. That's a handy thing. Yes. That's a great idea. Yeah, they have these signs places. Do people not read the signs in their neighborhoods? These signs are everywhere. Maybe Somebody it's just in California. Yeah, it might be. It might be a California thing. I don't know. But anyway, hey, guess what? You can call five one one in Colorado, and it is a traveler information line. <gasps> I could have used that in Moab, and then what if they were like, "Oh, there's a campsite like right oh, down the street." I don't. <laughs> Do you think that's what they offer? I have no clue. Like I can call campsites? them back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we have a podcast to record, Susie. Okay. How are you? What's new? What are you doing? How are you? <sighs> I'm good, just like fine. I'm just like Ship regular. There. I mean, okay. yeah. You know what? I may have come to that place. Here's what. Here's what grief does to you. Oh man. I mean, I'm good now. I'm good. Yeah. We're like working through it. You know, it's like the feelings. Yeah, but you've are, learned are... something from it. I like this. I run away from my feelings by doing other things. And like I was more productive in a great and still am. I'm very productive. I did all. I got my freaking calendar hung. Do you right. hello? Right. If you are in our book club or doc club or join us for our live Q and A, or if you listen you to things this. we got wrong because we talked if, about your white whale yes. is your whiteboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I have, it's I have finally hung the calendar. complete. It is complete. That's and so I've checked so many things. I got all cut up on my notes, which if you are a therapist, you know that that is like uh, finishing like the, the life, like you never catch the, 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 like the, the rabbit, yes. the rabbit this never catch the carrot or whatever. This is why people go postal because the, the mail never stops. I mean, never, it's it tough. never stops. Totally. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's a really like you're it. never done yeah so i was like i caught up on all those so i get very productive and i think i may have come to that place in my life where and and i don't I have a few phone calls i need to make and things like that but i don't have any like big looming things i love this to take care of and i'm like you know when people say, oh, I just have to get to here. I just have to yeah. get to here. I just have to get. And You're not now, chasing that. With, without having a senior dog, too, which I didn't realize was taking up a lot of my, like, 
you know, and which is fine. I love it. It's like my joy. I'm giving back to what she gave me. Uh, it, I'm like, Oh my God, I got, I think like I can do hobby stuff. Like, like, like stuff like I want to, I like, I might do, you, I'm you feeling like I might be crafty. Oh, that's great. Cause I remember how I was like, Sarah, how come you never craft anymore? Cause there's no time. <laughs> yeah. You were booked solid for a minute. I was. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, like what you're crafty. describing sort of is that you don't have as many things that you're maybe putting off to. Mm-hmm. And I would love to know if anybody out there has any tips. This is something I've struggled with as a mom is trying to oh. teach a child why procrastination is for the birds. It's a very hard thing to teach that like, you'll be glad you got it done. Right. Like it's better to just get it over with. Yeah. Like a lot of, I think ADHD people, especially Uh kind of like, and Adam claims that you, the deadline, when you push it up to the the deadline, then you get that boost of whatever chemical. The anxiety in a way helps it. The motivation helps. Yeah. So, Here's the, my therapy tricks for that. Okay. Two things. One is like more ADHD specific and I think yeah, has me. helped me and might yeah. help him. Um, but first, I'll mm-hmm. say the thing that helps everybody, Yes, which is if you focus on the failure, like what you want, to, what you don't want to do, doing the yeah. actual thing, which is what like what avoiding. he hears when you say that, when he's like, Go fold your laundry. He focuses on uh, folding the laundry. Mm-hmm. And and nobody wants to do that. It's uncomfortable and your like body is designed and mind is designed to like avoid things that are just are uncomfortable and that you don't want to do. If you instead focus and and on what will happen, like the motivation for why you would fold the laundry or why you would do anything. Yeah. So what's gonna happen when you're done? Yeah. What's going to happen when you're done doing the laundry? Well, I'm not going to have to listen to you talk to me about it anymore. I'm going to have like clean clothes. Like you have to spend time focusing on that kind of stuff. I'm going to have the freedom to go play without you yelling at me to do this. And yeah. that, and of course, when we're adults, it's like easier. Like we can do these I know. things. In, you in just wish ways. you could convince them that you're right, you know? At, right. And yeah. the way that is the ADHD thing specific that has helped me so much is timing things that I don't want to do. Oh, okay. That's a good tip. I, uh, yeah, in yeah, my like mind, that. when you say fold the laundry, I'm like, that will take me an hour. I'll never stop folding the laundry. It's awful. And I'm saying this as a full grown adult woman who has to fold many loads of laundry. I think that every time, oh, I currently have one in the dryer. And for some reason I was able to fold Eli's, but not mine because I'm like, oh, that'll take forever. When I started timing myself, things that I didn't want to do, I realized that those things only actually take about 30 seconds or like, but like how Truly. long does it take to take, to make the bed, to wash this the dishes? I'm saying. I, but th- we have no concept of time. We only have forever and no time at all. So if <laughs> I like, this is going to take a million years Zero or, or eternity. I'll be done with this in two seconds. Listen, let me run. And it's amazing because the things we want to do in our mind, two seconds. Let me just run in here. It'll take me two seconds. Let me just finish this one drawing. It'll take me two seconds. It's the, it's the, and it's a time problem. So time, set a timer and actually make a bet with him. That would be fun. Be like, how long do you think it takes to do this? Mm -hmm. If it takes longer than this, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Makes up and up. Be like, this is kind of what Jane McGonigal says is like, if you gamify yes. in a good way, yes, it's helpful. This is super helpful. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is helpful. And that is some dad grass. This is always helpful. That makes oh. tasks go a lot easier. Now, highs and lows. What's I that? found, I, I was reorganizing all a whole bunch of stuff in Eli's house slash my house <laughs> and found a box of dad grass that I yeah. didn't even know I had that was stuck you know, like way behind, you know, like if you're somebody who maybe has this area where you hide these kind of things in your home, which oh. you don't even need to hide because like, who cares? Uh, it was like underneath something and I found the box and then I was like, this is going to be perfect for camping. And then I left it at home. 
Oh, teaser. I know. So well, I have that to look forward. But it's fine because my camping trip didn't end up being the camping trip I wanted it to be. So that's I'm probably going to get a do over. And now I'm going to have a dad grass do over because, whoa, found some. Right. And it would have changed everything if you had brought it because dad grass is so much fun. It is like an old fashioned toke. Where yeah. you get a little Chill. bit of THC, but mostly just takes the edge off kind of deal with the old CBD routine. It feels and like summertime. It does. And like, you know, it's concert season. It's camping yes. season, as she yes. said. And like, wouldn't this be the great addition to your summer festivities? You're I telling me. Yes. Yeah. You're telling me. They're 100% organic pre-rolled joints. They also have, you know, tincture and all that jazz. Um and you'll enjoy the cannabis while keeping a clear head. None of this mm-hmm. lunacy where you're like, get me off this ride. You know, right. nothing like that. It's yeah. delivered to all 50 states. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over. And it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. And TSA approved. Pack that in your go bag. I mean, I was doing that anyway. Just yeah, hoping. who isn't, right? <laughs> right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy for 20% off your order. That's dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Sarah, I wish there was a mugshot of you. Like if you, one of those times. No! Like, no, but I just, because it would be Why so cute. Why do you wish this? Why would it would be cute. The- it would just be so cute. I'll just make one. It'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Photoshop guilty that. of being, being a silly goose. <laughs> a silly goose. Uh, well, because that is the fear, right? When we go on reality TV, we only make the news oh. if we die tragically or get arrested. Oh, right. And so, like, we're always living in fear like, of this Because, like, what's the gal got to do? Right. <laughs> Every now know, and then they'll put out a list of the 25 best females of the show and Susie and i we are always like dancing between fifth and sixth it's like oh (laughs) Susie's fifth in here Uh, number five i'm number six oh i'm number six she's number five like we go back to each other always i said that that. same thing but yeah always 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 i i don't know if they think i think that that says a lot about like we're we're balanced and it's like probably what brain candy is and then, so it's not really like you're bringing all the brain and I'm bringing all the candy. It's really more like sometimes you bring brain and sometimes you bring candy and vice versa. And so yeah. it's like the same on the list. Well, I go. like to think of it really as like I'm old school and you're more of like n- newer because we, I passed the torch. Okay. Like ruins was our only overlap and that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yes. Somebody had to do crossword puzzles. Yeah. Right. I was like, I'm tired. You're like, I got got this, Suze. I got this. Kazoo. I'll never forget. That was the word. (laughs) First eBay Uh uh, sale was a broken kazoo. I learned that from Sarah and a crossword puzzle. Yeah. Um, Five-letter word for... Okay. Adam wants to know when I'm going to wrap it up because Sarah and I were like, yap. We're not late. No, we were just there. We just started. No, it's not that. (laughs) It's just that we were... (laughs) They have no, my family just hears us talking. And so there's no sense of like, are they recording? Or are they not right. recording? And like, we do a lot of chit chatting before. Yeah, there was chit chat. Okay. Yeah. First up, I want to, I want to talk about. Yeah. Based on his clock, if he started timing us when we started talking, we should be wrapping up. Yeah. But he's like, just check in, just you know, when you're yeah. going to be done. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, give me a minute. Okay. Um, a minute. Yeah. You know what? I don't know why. Oh, yes, I do. There's a a documentary coming out about Michael J. Fox called Still, which I can't wait to watch um, that when it does I think I saw a preview of this, of all places, in the movie theater. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What does it look like? And I think it was for the movie The Freemans or something. The, oh yeah, the Woody Allen, or the Woody Allen, the uh, yeah, Steven Spielberg. Maybe that just is coming to my mind. Fablemans. For, yeah. Freeman, what am I saying? Yeah. Did but I? Anyways, yes. Get that right? No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Please. No, but I'm like, did I translate her completely wrong movie title? 
No, no, you were correct. And then say Woody Allen. Then we went to Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Susie, we can't lose you too. You guys want us to know these things. Okay. No, you are correct. You are correct. Yes, yes, yes. Back to the Michael J. Fox documentary looks really good. And he is a fascinating character. And it sort of reminded me of like the Brooke Shields doc, which we chose for this month's documentary club, because he was on top of the world at a time when there weren't a lot of celebrities. Like there are right. now just a million people that are kind of famous. And back then there was only like 10. He, you know? he almost, if he reminds me of anyone, it was Zac Efron in his younger days. Oh yeah. In high school if musical. Like, yeah. If like he, and there were like no other male actors in that genre of. Yeah. Because he had, he was the star of family ties. Then he had back to the future, which was just like, wait, what about teen wolf and teen wolf and doc Hollywood? Like there were just so many at the same time. And he had the number one TV show. And it was just like, he was so cute. And like, he was, everyone loved him. He was like America's sweetheart, but a boy version, you know? Yeah. And then when he was diagnosed, which was like, so long ago, he had early onset Parkinson's. Yeah. And so I find him fascinating because he's so positive. Mm-hmm. And we've watched as it, his disease has um, like accelerated and increased yeah. in symptoms. And even though like now he's saying like, I'm not going to lie, it's really tough. And he's describing what it's like. And he still stays so optimistic and positive and i'm i am inspired by that because he is not a woe is me kind of guy yeah that's what awesome. do you think makes that that is what i would love to know because i'm sure some of it is you know who you are like personality wise but then i think there is uh, an element of choice free will to that for sure i think so too and i guess it just comes down to perspective of like sure you could yeah. focus on all this bad stuff or you could say like look at all that i have i have money thanks to my yeah and i have this wonderful wife and kids and i mean he is it seems like a practice in gratitude that is what he says that is what he says that is the only thing i can think that could really he says this is his quote optimism is sustainable when you keep coming back to gratitude and what follows from that is acceptance Okay, but easier said than done. Oh, wow. That is so much easier said than done. And the annoying part is the only way to believe that for even a fraction of a second is to live it and practice it. And it's not an immediate return on your investment. And you're never done. You got to choose it every damn day. I am laughing because it is so daily and like the reality of it. And like we all do it. And like people like him are a really, really good example of. No doubt about it. I'm really impressed with him. But um, a couple things struck me. First was that like. I I was looking at his Wikipedia. This was shocking to me that I never knew this. That he did a, I think it was a movie or a TV show. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, it, before he really became really famous, where it's called Leo and Me. And four members of the cast and crew developed early onset Parkinson's. And I never knew that Parkinson's was an partially environmental. It's not oh, just like your genes. My Isn't that God, crazy! I did not know that either. And didn't that, you think of it as like a, just a genetic? Just I, I never knew there was like a yeah something you can come in contact with can trigger it. Oh my God! Well, to mm-hmm. me, that's an open and shut case. I know, but it says, technically speaking, I guess there's like a a set number that you have to have to define a cluster in order for it to be researched properly. Yeah. So it didn't qualify. So it's not been really like researched. And then 
Uh, so that's, and he says he's been down that road of trying to figure out like how he got of it. Of course. But you have to like abandon that after a minute because yeah. you can drive yourself nuts. Right. But you want to focus on the cause of the cure. Well, yeah. Cause I mean, he's done that. Can't go back. And he but focuses he, on the cure. Like he really, what I notice in him is he's created meaning from his life. Oh, I like that. And you're right. Right. And I'm sure that does you know, sustain him. Yeah. The other thing I didn't know was that you don't really die from Parkinson's. You die with Parkinson's and usually you die from falling or aspirating food um, and things like that, where it's just like a a symptom causes an injury or... Oh my gosh, which would constantly keep you in a state of panic and worry. Yeah. And like, so, cause you have to like, it's more like hypervigilance. You have to be very aware and, and like that takes away when you're thinking whenever you chew your food, um, is this going to be the bite where I choke and die? You don't really get to enjoy food in the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. Something else you're being hypervigilant about something else that's going on that mm, that's hard. Yeah. I look forward to the film though, that in the clip I saw, from a distance, you see him falling on like, it looked like the street of New York and a street of New York. And a woman was passing by and she was like, went to help him. And he's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. And then she realizes it's Michael J. Fox. And that would be a weird moment. Right. And she was like, nice to meet you. And he oh. goes, you too. You swept me off my feet. And I was oh, like, even my in that goodness. moment, he's being oh. so cool and generous. That is really... <gasps> Like the, we have such a choice to like, yeah, have acceptance and gratitude positive and, attitude. and positive. Yeah. Yeah. And it might be, it's not might, it is difficult and trying and, and hard to do, but the alternative is worse. Mm-hmm. So you do that. Yeah. Even if it's like a trick in your head. It is a trick. trick Yes. Right? Yes. We're doing that. what else are you going to do? Because what else? Be miserable? No thanks. Right. Well, speaking of uh, medical stuff and healthcare, we have a partner called LifeMD, which we've been raving about because everybody knows how annoying the healthcare system is. It's the the... Worst. worst. I actually don't know a person. I was recently complaining about stuff with a former healthcare provider. And as I was complaining about it, a friend of mine was like, oh my God, the amount of times I've heard the same thing, similar thing happened to me. The amount of times I've heard people complain about this. Every single person has a story that they're frustrated with. Yeah. It's not like you're going to bring this up and have people be like, what? My experience has been amazing. <laughs> That's never going to happen. So I right. think we need all the help we can it. get. Yes. LifeMD is a, an app and a service that allows you to get healthcare quickly, easily, affordably, which we all want. They have, you know, five-star certified physicians, and then you can meet with them very quickly, which mm-hmm. uh, if you've, are like me and have been waiting to get a physical for freaking two years, Mm -hmm. then you will understand why that is amazing. It's a patient platform and an app. They make it super easy. All you have to do is select your symptoms, pick your preferred doctor, and LifeMD does the rest. Visit lifemd.com slash brain candy now or download their app and see why LifeMD is America's trusted telehealth leader. That's lifemd.com slash brain candy to experience healthcare the way it should be. I love that. Yes. Options. And telehealth is the freaking best. I know. Oh, what were we waiting for? I know. I had like a rash on my arm and they're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what that is. And then a cream down, like at my pharmacy in two seconds. It, it was, I was like, oh, oh. We could have been doing I didn't leave long. the couch. And this, I also did it so early in the morning too, where I'm like, there's no way anybody. Oh yeah. There you go. Wow. It was the best. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I love uh, Michael J. Fox. He's awesome and such an inspiration. Um, We have a mystery that I know Sarah's going to enjoy. If you haven't already heard about it, 
What? Cows are showing up dead with their tongues missing. Stop it. Sarah loves this stuff. No, this is somebody doing this. Okay, well, let me read you the story and then you tell me. Oh, (laughs) no. Because this is the first time where I was like, well, that's obviously aliens. (laughs) For real. Oh, God, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Tell me. I can't. I can't. Okay. The microphone is registering. At, I'm being too loud. <laughs> I'm trying to control my... I'm trying Did to it control actually myself. give you a warning? No, but it's like red, oh, okay. red, red. Okay. <laughs> okay. This was in the New York Times. Six cattle found dead in Texas with their tongues missing. There was no evidence of a struggle, footprints, or tire tracks where the animals were found, and the grass <laughs> around the carcasses was undisturbed. Okay. <laughs> What is happening? Okay. The office did not say when the cow was discovered, but said a straight, clean cut with apparent precision had been made to remove the hide around its mouth on one side. The meat under the removed hide was untouched and the cow's tongue was gone with no blood spilled. What? Susie, this is motherfucking aliens. (laughs) This is so, this is, wait, this is how, this is how they're going to, this is how they're doing it, huh? This mm-hmm. is how they're they're whoever they is. This is this is how they're going to slow roll us out, aliens, huh? First, with I the think cow. so. There because no that is very stereotypical. I can't. I need to look. Okay. I can't. I'm having. I'm having. I'm having She's glitching. a reaction. <laughs> okay. So the ranchers also reported that no predators or birds were scavenged. Is my algorithm? Just I know. Does it know nothing? I know. Are you was... not listening to me? I I open the news. I look for stories, and it didn't once think, "Hey, Sarah, just so you know, cows." Okay. I know. Sorry. It's like almost I an insult. I I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, on two of the five cows, a circular cut was made, removing the anus and the external genitalia as well. And the circular cut was made with the same precision as the cuts noted around the jaw lines of each cow. And similar Susie, deaths have I'm been... I'm actually going to throw up. This is what awesome. What is this? Yeah. What is this? If it, I have said, to, in like 500 more episodes, do like a, a things we got wrong about this, I'm going to be really upset or happy. I don't, I don't so. know. Mm-mm. What, Cause it what says, do I Google? Sim... <laughs> New York Times is, it says cattle deaths, Texas would be a good search. Okay. Similar deaths have been reported across the country. So this is not just in Texas. There were 11 states that reported. No, this is, this is not good. And it mimics something that happened in 1975 and they never solved that either. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, 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 I don't feel good. There's no way it's anything but aliens. There's no, I'm, I'm, can, can we get a sound clip of that? What? <laughs> Hello? I think this okay. is, like you said, open and shut case. Oh, open and shut. it be? You give me another hypothesis. I'm open. What's wow. your, what's your theory? In two instances, additional organs were taken. Oh, yeah, yeah that's they, the external the genitalia. Anus, yeah. The bee hole. Why would you even take wow. a bee hole? Why would you take a bee hole? Nope. Nope. And, okay, the thing that's the most curious, the thing that makes me go, yeah, you're probably right, it is aliens, is that the cows did not all come from the same fucking pasture. They were oh, taken. I didn't know that. The, it said they were taken from different places. Different that locations. Is, right. yeah. So no, you don't just go there and be like, but, unless oh, you have a, a spacecraft. Uh, yeah, or unless you're doing you. inform, you're you're like, I'm sorry. One of two things is happening: either aliens are doing this, which is like, okay, they're better than cows than me, um, or it's our own. It's like internal where they're trying to make us think it's aliens and they're picking something that is the most, because all of us have that image of the cow being like sucked up from the spaceship. So they're, they're, is that from a movie or something? uh, It's from like, 
Sigourney I, I think Weaver like or the, something? I think about the Far Side cartoon. Like that was always like a thing yeah, of like totally. cows getting. It's like a a. A tr- I don't know if you'd even call it a trope or like, what do you even, I don't, it's like a symbol in the same way. It's like a cultural putting, symbol. Yeah. Yes. Ostriches putting their head in the sand is a thing, but we have zero documented evidence of them ever doing that. It was something created by Disney. Totally not even real. They don't do that. But we all, if we think have this visual image of them doing that. So it feels in a way like if anybody were to pick an animal to make us suspect aliens, it would be the animal that we already associate with alien abduction. Is what, what would saying. be their end game, though? The government or whoever, the inside job. Like, who? What would be the point? A of conspiracy that? theorist would say that there would be a like a a, a alien spacecraft appear in the sky, but it's really like a way to gain control of people through fear. Because fear mm-hmm. is a very good tool to control the masses. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's one of the possibilities then. Yeah. Well, and and I will. I remember in our beginning episodes of the podcast, we had my mom come on, and she said something about like we were talking about psychic stuff, and she said the next event would be a, a, a like. So it, she called it like a, oh, I can't like an aerial, like basically like a display of either like aliens are coming, something in the sky, like a, a something mm-hmm. is going celestial to be, event. yeah, like something like that, a celestial event or something like that. It was like something like that where it was either like an image, like a hologram appears in the sky or something where it was like something that would get the masses to be like, okay, I'll follow whatever you want me to do. I'll, I don't know. Some people say surrender your weapon. This is not me saying this. This is conspiracy theorists saying this, but Whenever you explain Sarah- to me the ca- the cow's buttholes. <laughs> Whenever Sarah says conspiracy theorists, it sounds like she's doing that thing where you refer to yourself in the third person. <laughs> This is not me. This is Sarah. This is. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I I recognize the things that are within my control, the things that are not within my control, the systems in which I par- I am a willing participant, and the the lack of of inform- information I have about whatever. Yeah, like, I get it. So I know, but I you know. It so thumbs, I, thumbs up. I would you love tell to me, know, Susie. Is, stop saying you tell me. It's so funny. <laughs> Don't keep saying yeah, that. And I, yeah, and I agree. Like, you tell me. What else can it be? Because there are no other explanations. I mean. Why would you just take, like, eat tongue and beehole, number one? Right. And it says in 2019, authorities struggled to find answers to discover the discovery oh. of at least five bulls that were found mutilated with their tongues missing. Why would aliens want tongues also? Okay, but if you were a civilization that was maybe had your own planet on the brink of starvation yeah. and you needed to research how... And we're going to go in with the assumption that another planet would develop different metabolisms. Like, I don't know if I ended up talking about this on here, but I read an article that talked about the creation, of, like basically why our lips and butthole look the same. Because oh, yes, I remember they were connected. Okay, they said. were one time connected. Mm-hmm. So if you were studying the, the digest, like how to like, Maybe we should inhabit this planet, but what? How does this right, planet? Because remember when we eat? learned that buttholes have taste buds? Right. Then you'd probably go for the two things that, like, these are. This is ingestion and defecation. This is how they get food, and this is how food comes out of them. We would. They would learn so much about like the metabolic processes of all of those that all of those organisms that you'd learn about how, like probably the atmosphere that you are in, like there'd be a lot of information there. Let me ask you this. If you were in their shoes, were the aliens, right? Would you eat alien meat? 
I'm not saying they're eating it. I'm just curious if mm-hmm. you would. I mean, not what I, what was would obvious you go like this, as maybe the, like, like put your tongue out and then like taste the, like on I mean, your finger. How hungry like, am I? If my planet starving, no, just I'm, out of I'm curiosity, just not even. I would eat other parts, but probably not the part that they did. They, I, they was the mouth and the anus. Yeah. Yeah. Now who's the rest stupid? of it? Aliens. Right. They're, I don't think they're doing it to eat. They're, you don't use precision cuts if you're, you're going to just That's chow true. down and you take the whole thing. That's so true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I mean, I think if you put those, that, those, that information together, we can take a little hip a hop, skip and a jump to that conclusion that they would take, they would like take the, the, I remember reading the best science fiction book in the whole entire universe. Yeah, I said universe. <laughs> if you ask me, which is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. And he talks about that was like one of the things that I don't want to give it away. But in the yeah. they, they they discuss the importance, that, of- the importance of understanding another species fuel. Fuel. Like, yeah. yeah. What, how do they survive? What keep, how do you, what do you do? Yeah. So much stuff goes into that. Okay. I see your point. Okay. Oh my God. I think this is pretty strong evidence. At They're minimum, we all admit, including the New York times, nobody knows what's going Dude. on here. So question mark. Oh my God. I'll tell you what I do know about. And that is bigger than beauty, which is thrives. We love Thrive Cosmetics. New yes. skincare scenario. Thank you, Thrive. I am so excited. This stuff is where it's at. Hydrating gel cleanser. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. So Because sen- my, my skin has changed. Like since we started this show eight long years ago, I was a young lady and now I am less <laughs> young lady. <laughs> and your skin changes it dries out it gets weird and yes. crepey and disgusting and so i have needs well you inspired me just by based on your use of this to start using eye stuff yes i do need that right well and you're starting like early so like you're oh in business God, you're so they have sweet. an eye lifting cream yes they have the super serum Liquid Brilliant Super Serum, and then they have the Bright Balance Hydrating Gel Cleanser. I'm I'm so excited about the cleanser because what I look for, because I wear a lot of makeup, mm. and I like mm-hmm. to be able to wash it yes. off and not burn my eyeballs off. Yes. Number one. Because you can imagine if it's burning your eyeballs off, it's probably not so great for the pH. It's like, that's a in, like pH gentle. imbalance. It's probably not going to be good for your skin. <laughs> Yeah, a little harsh. So, yeah, this stuff supports skin's pH balance, removes the makeup, the sunscreen, pollution, whatever the heck else is on your face, without yeah. disrupting that moisture barrier, which we read about in the book Clean, which yes. I love. Um, but I just love Thrive's products. I just can't tell you enough how much I love their makeup, and now I'm excited about their skincare. Simplify your routine and amplify your impact with a brand new skincare line that's bigger than beauty. Get 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash candy. That's thrive, C-A-U-S-E-metics.com slash candy for 20% off your first order. Yeah, that I think really slipped under the radar for me too. Like, why don't people talk about that more? I mean, it, here's the thing. It's like they the do, but I was like... How different can that? I'm like that person who's like I can just use the same stuff. Nope. It's it's so it funny though because you know it about your hair. Like whenever I was like, you don't use hotel shampoo. You were like, oh. no. Oh my god! But it's the I would same never. Concept. I know, I but would I always rather did. Rather die. <laughs> die. I'm being dramatic. I never knew that that was sort of like you know, crap. Yeah, but Ugh. so the the face stuff is the same deal. Yes, and I and like they it donate is to communities in need and stuff. Right. It's a great company. Okay, yeah. let's move on. Okay, let's move on with our lives. 
Okay, the cows, we don't know. Let us know what oh you Oh my know. god, I was like, what were we talking about before? I feel like I was very worked up. Okay, right. Okay, the next Aliens mystery, are here. Aliens I are mean, among us. I What? You want to I give it 5 me? years. Gosh. Before we make contact. For real? That that we all know about. Go ahead, so. write me. I don't care. Here's the thing, like what we have proof of that. Like, this is not a thing that I am just saying cuckoo crazy. Like, NASA said this. Scientists yeah, I mean, say this. That's true. That's this is true. true. Susie is yeah. saying this. Yeah. So all I'm doing <laughs> yeah. is saying how long until we're, like, shaking tentacles full or whatever. Yeah. Shaking tentacles. Okay. Here's another Sorry. mystery. This one I truly don't know the answer to. I had seen that... Quote, Australia is like, I think they called her, Australia is like worst serial killer or something, Um, might be proven not guilty. And then I saw that who she had killed were her kids, which, you know, that happens sometimes. What do they call it? Matricide? Yeah. Four kids she had. She didn't kill them all at once, though. You know how, like, that can happen where it's just like one bad day and they're all dead. But this was... Over years, she would have a baby, it would die. She'd have a baby, it would die, blah, blah, blah. And so she's in jail. She was convicted of murdering all these kids. But now they're saying, oh, like the the daughters had a rare genetic um, like oh. disorder or like genetic yeah. thing that they didn't yeah. know about that they probably died from because they were like um, SIDS-style yeah. deaths, right? So I was like, holy heck, this lady went to jail. Yeah. And it was just like her, that's Could everyone's you imagine you're nightmare. like mourning the, the death of all your yes. babies. You didn't do it. And then you get, and you already feel like I must've done something. It's my fault and personalize it. And then you go to jail for it, which then, oh God, that is a nightmare. But then the more I read about it, then I was on an emotional roller coaster because I was where you are, where I'm like, oh my gosh, that'd be horrible. And then it was like, reading her life story, her dad killed her mom when she was Uh, 18 months old, right? So now we're back where we were, where it's like, "Mm, Uh, mm, trouble's brewing there, right? Yeah. And so let me give you some more details. So the first one, like I said, was SIDS or, you know, they thought it was SIDS. Then the second one happened. Um, and it was similar, like very young baby. They called it cardiopulmonary, or no, that's CPR. They, they, I forget what they called the, what he died from, but that was, um, oh, they said seizures. Okay. Oh, so that's number two. Okay. had a seizure and died. Now we're at number three and I don't know how the heck she died. And then number four. Okay. But like. So they're saying, well, those girls had this genetic thing. Well, she had two boys, too, and they didn't have it. How'd they die, then? (sighs) But there's no physical evidence that she killed any of them. Yeah. Well, But she did (sighs) in her diary. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This is the thing. I'm laughing because I'm watching you take the journey that I took, being like, she did it. She didn't do it. She did it. Where she took responsibility for their deaths. But then her defense team was like, that's how any mom would feel. Right. That's what I'm saying about like, you're going to feel like it's your fault. I could have done something different. Who hasn't like had a miscarriage and been like, it's my fault. Like, that's just like what you, you know, if there's any What could I have done differently or something? Yes. But so... I do feel like she should be let out because there isn't enough certainty. Mm-hmm. Like the burden of proof is on I the mean, prosecution. If if is the rare genetic disorder a life threatening one that these babies could have died from if they had it? Like that is the cause of death. Like they the symptoms that they died from are related to this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I think we just haven't discovered, we haven't discovered whatever disorder the sons have because they're that the, the chance, the likelihood of that, I, that is, I mean, 
Who doesn't have a relative who hasn't murdered somebody? <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's like kind of true. <laughs> right, like, God, I hope I'm not put on trial for the sins of my, you know, family right. or whatever. Like, That'd be awful. You know, I'm just saying, like, this but is... You know how they say, like, the first Sid's death is a tragedy. Like, the second one is... Murder. Right. The third one is murder. Like, at a certain point, yes. Yeah, but I if if you can look at two other children and say that they died of this, that this is like the likelihood of a serial kid, like infanticide mother with two children who are terminally like that is I, I that seems like the odds of that. I feel like it's like yeah, Occam's razor mutations. thing. Yeah, that's okay. Where but it's like wouldn't... the most obvious answer is probably the correct one where all four babies died of whatever this disease is that we just maybe don't know. Sarah, but that's not that's not a good example of Occam's razor because most people would be like, all four of your kids died, you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if two of them if two of them we knew died from this thing. Well, they, we don't know for sure. We're saying what's more possible. likely a mom. How about this? What's more likely a mom murdering her children or, um, a mom that had two other children have two children that die from the same thing. What's more likely a mom with four dead babies and a murderer dad being a murderer? Oh, fuckity fuck. Right. I'm just, <laughs> You're yeah, right. This is a terrible example. Terrible, terrible. There is like... no obvious and the most simplistic answer is correct. But all things being equal. No, there is not that. Wouldn't Nothing it for is equal. you come down to like, I want to see her in an interview. Is she cuckoo crazy or does she seem like real nice? 100%. Right? Give her, and like, there, there should be, this feels like, can't we like connect her head to like one of those EEG, like, like machines that like give back, like sense when there's like stimulation and all that kind of stuff, wet areas of the brain. I think it is an EEG and, uh, flash a bunch of pictures of like her children, other children, like things in front and see what the response and what the reactions are like. Yeah. Like see if she's normie. Yes. I need to mm. know. Yeah. I hear Is that, that. ethical? Should, I think you should do that. We should do one of those EEGs on my cat when she wants to eat Small's food. Uh, I Let me tell you, I told my friend, I, I was like, can I use this? And then I never sent you the message. So no, my friend didn't. Tana, shout out to Tana, she is a cat lady. This woman, when we were in grad school, was like, I don't want to hear it, guys, but I adopted another cat. <laughs> we're like, you can't take another cat. So, I, like, she's good. She, like, takes care of the cat. They're wonderful. They are very well taken she care of cats. She just loves cats. And what we said you can't, because she had, like, a situation where, like, there was bad blood. Like, cats didn't like each other. So she had to put <laughs> one in blood. one room and one in the other room. So these are cats that have opinions, clearly. She sent me a message that was like, oh my gosh, I used your code and I got, so, look at my smalls haul. And she got it. She was like, I got <laughs> all so of awesome. this for $17. She's like, my cats are freaking out. And she's like, I'm freaking out at the price. She was so happy. And I took yeah. a screenshot of it. I'm like, can I post this? And she's like, of course, share it with uh, the world. Well, so for real, because if you have cats, you will know, like you either have the dry food scenario, the cats are like, what's this crap? Or... You give them the wet food that they usually like, but it smells like hell. Ugh. Like the wet cat food. I told Adam, we're never doing that because <laughs> it's a lifetime commitment. Then they will ex they will accept nothing else. And I would not do it. But now I got smalls. Doesn't yes. smell. Yeah. It's a, it's a cat miracle. And cats love it. And well, yeah, excellent price. It. I keep saying, Adam, you got to film me giving these cats this food because love is like, I know that. I know that. We talk. Yeah, we have a whole conversation. Yeah. It's amazing. And besides the fact that the cat loves it and I love it, no more puke. Those Ew. cats would puke up. They puke Ew. up the, the dry food. That's what they do. 
And so I don't have to clean well, that up that's anymore. worth it. Just that. <laughs> I, I mean, you're I talking to a dog person judging. over here. I'm Her like, dog was wearing diapers, okay? okay. Well, Why no. is she judging me? No, But, but if there real. were food that made it so they didn't have to do that, I would chase exactly. over that. And that's why you got to try it, okay? They have a deal for you. Here's what it is. Let me find it. Wait, I don't want to read that. Okay. High quality, high quality ingredients mean a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to smalls.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy at checkout. Do both of those things. You've got to do both at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free oh shipping. Oh my God. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use the code brain candy for 50% off your first order. One last time, promo code brain candy for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Smalls.com slash brain candy. True. She's got a bunch of stuff. I get it 50% off. That's a deal of a lifetime. It really is. And they're really great customer service. So like if you don't think it's going to work out, you just tell them and they'll be like, yeah, you shouldn't pay for that. They really, really nice team. Nice. Love that. Okay. Anyway, um, I don't know if that lady killed her kids or not. Dude, a lot of mysteries. You're giving me so much homework. I know. To go home and like do a deep dive that you've already done and you've come out, come up. No more answers. I know. Um, I found this was an article. I think it was also in the New York Times. And it appealed to me because, as you know, my father was a limousine driver. Oh, yes. Took great pride in his um, commercial driver's license, CDL. And, of course, the limousine tattoo that is now, you know... I, I also just want to admit that I always thought CDL stood for California driver's license, oh, not commercial. You thought you had it, one? When it said CDL so necessary. like on a big rig, like, I, what? I have a CDL. <laughs> Stupid. This is like the Amber Alert thing all over again. Here we are. Oh, you know what? You're never too old to learn, guys. This is what, <laughs> we're, this is what we're learning today. Just, Go on. I love picturing you on a, in behind the wheel of a big rig, like ah uh, ah. Uh, I got a CDL. <laughs> anyway, the article I was about that. how obviously we would all recognize this to be true, but I never thought about it. How limousines just aren't really the way they used to be. It used to be like right. opulent fame, wealth, a symbol of all of that, and yes. now it's like prom. And you know, like porn stars, <laughs> maybe not even, maybe not even because it's like weddings, proms, and like yeah. I guess that's kind of it because everyone else gets like the SUVs or those right. like party buses, right? That the, the real wild people that's get. the porn star one with the pole. I think they love those, party yes, buses with yes. the lights, like the rainbow yes. LED strips, yes, yeah, and. I have literally never been on one of those in my life. I don't feel like I have either. That that is uh, who is inviting me. You should go on one though. I feel like Uh, mm -mm. because in that environment, like I'm super fun to go to something like a carnival or like a a amusement park with, but Mm -hmm. something that's like where like I'm, I'm a little bit over the top at places that are really like dial, like, like wound oh, like tight. Homespun. Oh, like, I thought you meant like a carnival or like, yeah, a cut, like that, fair. like homespun, like where, where bad behavior isn't accept, isn't expected. I am not fun in places where bad behavior is accepted because in order to be fun in those places, you have to be naughty. Naughty. And like, exactly. And I yes. Not that. So Vegas, no fun. Doing drugs, no fun. Uh, party vans like that where the, no fun. Uh, staying up late at your club. Nope. No That's fun. That's so true. Cause you I don't know. want people to get like, we can go out, but I'm not staying out no. past what, a certain crazy. time. Come on. Yeah. Right. So that's well, it. It was trying to explain the descent of the limo about like after the 2008 um, financial crisis, but I don't actually think that's what it was. What like, do you think? What I you think, think it was? Uber and Lyft had a lot to do with it. Like, there's yeah. just not as much of a need for like a designated uh, vehicle because you can call yeah. one any time. And then <laughs> my other explanation is ridiculous. I realize this, but I kind of stand by it, which is that like people don't like crouching down like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will say, yeah, and like you don't really. (sighs) You want to get up in the SUV, like you want to step up into it. Yeah, I think it it is the type of cars that are available for rental changed because Mm. what a limousine really is is a a hired driver in a fancy car. Mm -hmm. So I think what happened was the fancy car market expanded and now the same people who would be your limo drivers are now your like guy who drives you know the hummer that pick with the hot tub in the back that drives around the las vegas strip well what about though the guys that drive the like the yukon the blacked out window yukon that because it was also saying that celebrities want to pull up and not be looked at right a limo you look who's in there any right but yes. if you want privacy you just would get an SUV. well this feels like any display of luxury like when like the the oh, i, I the think, silent luxury trend. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that if you if you get a limo it's not because you're rich right it's because rich you're, people get something else Right. They'll have like the driver who like is the guy, their hired guy who they know for forever who, you know. Yeah. Do you think like if my dad had lived long enough, he would like have regretted getting this symbol of like 80s wealth on his arm? No way. Mm -hmm. No way. Not at all. And it also is like what you are providing in that situation. Like when, when your dad is limo driver, he is providing a classy luxury experience for a fun night where I'm sure he enjoyed being some part of that as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that guy is going to be the guy who has like the bright green Hummer that you can rent now that, you know, it's like not going to be the black SUV driver. No, it's going to be the, he would have aspired to that, but he didn't have what it takes. It's definitely a white Hummer. Is the yeah, modern he didn't have the like, discretion for the blacked out window SUV. He was yeah, more. Yeah, of he a wants to be boat. part of the. Yeah, he's part of the experience. He's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He wouldn't yeah. have even probably realized that limos are tacky now. He would still no, think that would. that's yeah. symbolized wealth. Yeah, because you know how they say Donald Trump is the poor person's idea of a rich person. Right. Who eats steak and, yeah, has gold toilets and shit. A limo is like a poor person's idea yes. of wealth. Right. Right? Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. It was, was always like, I remember on the Real Housewives when they would like go in anywhere in the limo. It's like, guess whose husband is facing bankruptcy? And that's how you would like kind of know a little bit? Yes! Oh, man. Or your high school kid. Did I ever go into a limo limo on prom or... I don't think I ever did. I wasn't that crowd that that did that. My little brother probably did. Did you go to prom? I forget. I did. I went and then I was like... One time I went like, I don't care about this. But then I really did. I went. Do you think everyone does care? Yes. Okay. The same way we pretend like we don't care about like Instagram posting on social media yet. We're like, oh, let's take a picture of this. Let's post this. Mm-hmm. We okay. do, it's a way to, it, we do, we just do. All right. Well, yeah. I guess I'll wrap it up. I did. I was delighted to see that, you know how I have this thing about like last names predict or represent yes. who you are. Yes. There is a name for this. And What? It, yeah. You waited this whole 58 minutes to tell me that this that that that's that's all i know first five minute material Susie. (laughs) you're right i really blew it i mean well it's called now we're even for what i buried the lead about off the air just so (laughs) that's so true i'm sorry it was it was called aptonym which is a fun it's a fun word like the name is apt yeah it's apt he's aptly appropriate aptly named Yes, like um, Anthony Weiner, for example. (laughs) 
I'll it's never like, forget the one the guy the guy who had like the last name like Robin and he like saved a little bird like took a little bird to the hospital one time and like yeah he was like drunk at a party like like got a bird at Uber like oh like, yeah I remember the Uber it was so cute. so cute can you imagine opening the hospital doors and just seeing a little bird well I imagine like uses his wings to just like tap his seatbelt and be like tucked in <laughs> that's adorable you know oh, that's what you that. do <laughs> okay wait oh, one more thing is we received a review i should have pulled it up to read it but it was five stars again which i am so thankful for but yet <laughs> why do we have to end every episode with a complaint this is our it's complaint me, though, so you. what we saw we we swapped out the the wine down for wine sarah up with a negative review what is this well i'm I'm just glad it's five stars okay we'll take it we'll take basically we are open to constructive criticism if it comes with five stars yeah if it comes with a reward well (laughs) this person you know disagreed with my recent opinion declaration about how like i feel like the punishment didn't fit the crime for roseanne that like i thought her tweet was gross and Mm -hmm, poor mm -hmm, taste mm -hmm. but like i don't really think she should have lost her whole show for it and this person was saying like, well, I'm a person of color. And so maybe you don't understand, like it, it's serious and it, it did fit the crime, whatever. And I would like you to know, here's the good news about me. As a gal who is like open-minded to a fault. Yeah. That opinion will probably change next week. <laughs> <laughs> like anytime you're like, you know what? I really don't like Susie's opinion. You should yeah. know. Don't get invested okay. because I I can see both sides is the yeah, problem. Always. It's a, gr- it's a great it. thing. It's a wonderful quality. Yeah. So I understand like I sometimes shoot from the hip and I'll say like things. Sometimes it is meant to get the audience thinking or, or animated in that yeah. way. But it's not meant to be antagonistic. I just wanted to have a conversation. Like, yeah. is it fair? Should she have lost it? Now, if she had said the N-word... That'd be different, but this right. tweet was sort of like weird, and um, I wasn't even sure what she meant. So if you interpreted it one way, I see what you're saying. But if you think she really was just on Ambien, and she sort of, has I don't issues. even know what the tweet said. So it was that's directed where we're at a at. specific politician, and she referred to the person and said something about Planet of the Apes, and oh. it turned out that this person was a woman of color. But don't like that, right? Admittedly, this person was is a light skinned woman who Roseanne said she didn't even know she was black. Who knows? I have no clue. Roseanne doesn't have any clue. That is not the. But I will say that I didn't know she was black is not the argument or the answer for that. Uh, Oh no no no! She handled it terribly afterwards. (laughs) This and if it wasn't that tweet, it probably would have been another one. Yeah, that kind of feels like it. Yeah, I I just wanted to have the conversation about like what are we doing? Right, where like. we're not allowed to talk. Yeah. Sometimes it feels yeah. like that. We're like, what are we allowed to make jokes about? Or yeah. that wasn't a joke, but I'm right. No, I keep having these conversations about like, is everything off limits? Is nothing off limits? And basically it's like everything, certain things are off limits. If you have a contract with a major totally. network and they are going to make then, money or lose yes. money. That's yeah. all this is about. That's a hundred percent it. This isn't about morality. They're just weighing which uh-huh. is costlier. Right. So it doesn't even matter what my opinion is. And frankly, like I said, I could see both sides. Yeah. We're flexible. But thank you for your feedback. I, I do always think about it and consider it. And like I said, probably will change my mind. I love so. that about you. <laughs> Thanks. But it is like not great in other ways. Like it's nice it's to be steadfast sometimes. Anyway, I guess we're not winding down. Yeah, on uh, things it was nice like, talking to you. I can go on and on about that, but it's good to be flexible. It's very good. I just don't know how you never get into trouble because you are a loose cannon. Like you, you are so uncensored, but you never, you never say the offensive thing. I always do. <laughs> well, I, I 
do sometimes. I'll remember. I remember the one tweet that I put up so long ago had something to do with, Al- with Alzheimer's, and it was right after my own. Like I had like a grandparent diagnosed with it, and people did not like a joke I made, and really? it was yeah. But it was like, do you remember the joke? Just what was the gist? The gist was like you forget. My gist was something about remembering or not remembering a joke, <laughs> which is why when so you it's said that memory. I made uh-huh. the look and I was like, mm-hmm, mm. you want to finish okay. it, Susie? You can. It's not even like I invented the joke. Like, yeah, it do was you like, remember the joke? Right. About that's memories? it. It's like that. It was something. I mean, that's it. And and. And it also is like one of my biggest fears and nightmares. So it's probably like projection and blah, blah, blah. Do you, you probably are far more careful now though, because you have like a real job and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'm as careful as much as I am like, no, I'm yeah. just thoughtful, Suze. <laughs> I was going to say like <laughs> compassion and empathetic. I'm just a civilized, mature woman. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks before she No, speaks. I think I think I see too sometimes give people too much credit where the, I my own therapist said this to me before. She was like, "Sarah, sometimes people are just assholes who cut you off." Cuz I was saying like, "I don't know. You make excuses I, I could for be, people. yes. I'm like mm. that person who cut me off in traffic, maybe and like gave me the finger, maybe they were having a bad day, and maybe they were like, it's not my and I'm like overly uh, uh accommodating." to another person she's like no sometimes people are just fucking assholes it's like okay noted okay well i guess in this story i'm the asshole <laughs> like i'm the one that your no. therapist would be like you know what Susie? sometimes she's just an asshole and that's true and sometimes, sometimes we can be assholes because we're humans but then i say so sorry I'm- i am an, i can be an asshole i'm an ass i here's what i do i i'm only an asshole to people who i think are being assholes to other people exactly like that guy at the fucking stupid sign in moab who was doing his mansplaining to me meanwhile like his little white buddy on the sign was not the the first person to discover this area yeah and so he's being an asshole and ignorant to other people and so that is what makes me feel like i now have free reign to tell to as soon as that and the worst is like i'm a chicken so i won't say to his face as soon as he leaves i would turn around and i'll be like oh you know what i should have said that i told eli i was like you know what i should have said to him i should have said like i said that two seconds after i turned around and eli had to hear that whole like monologue that i gave yes you're on to something because if someone listens to the show and messages me and says like suze I was so bummed out and here's why. And like, you kind of hurt my feelings or whatever. I will feel terrible. I, and I apologize if someone, you know, has a different approach where like, fuck you. I hate you. You know, then I'm like, I double down. Yeah. So it doesn't matter sort of how someone shares their feelings, how somebody shares it and, and who they're defending with their, or who, who the side. But I mean, it is remarkable how rarely you say something offensive on here. (laughs) what is the secret i'm like mad now no see you get to choose you get to say dumb shit or offensive shit (laughs) (laughs) all right i guess you take the good with the bad (laughs) yeah take them both there you have facts of life all right we'll see you next time bye